Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Underground USA. Uh, be sure to check out everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, it's a different animal over at Underground because we actually have the testicular strength and fortitude to say things that they won't say in other media outlets. Uh, when you read the news, we justify why it's a why it's a, an important story to know um, because when we read a story, it doesn't end with. And and that's all she wrote. It's wow, this story has ramifications. So I've been um, doubling up on my saw palmetto intake too. So I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, give us a, give us a, sh- a shot over there. Read uh, read how we present the headlines and the stories of the day. Sign up for the newsletter. And if you're into uh, truly honest breaking alerts that don't flood your inbox with with the Kardashians have a yeast infection. Uh, <laughs> test test breaking news. Just breaking, just breaking to seven four one two one. I, I got to be honest. With you, I, I just hate the Kardashians. I, mean, I do. <laughs> we may have to give you a check hike on that one. <laughs> you know, I, I I just I just really do. I I the fact that any any news media outlet pretends to be about hard news and covers the Kardashians. Uh, to me, that's the litmus test. You know, every every major news outlet in in the United States and and you know, tantamount to around the world, except for like Russia, because they execute people who do bad journalism over there in China. Um, you know, it, we, they've turned into the National Enquirer circa 1973. Well, if 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 nothing else, though, you got to hand it, you know, a tip of the hat to the Kardashians, because man, they are marketers. Yeah they, yeah, they market themselves. And how did they start? You know, people forget about this. Why did they even, why were they even afforded the opportunity to be potentates in, in the entertainment field? Because of their dad. And, and what did their dad do? Their dad defended OJ. So when, when, when you sit there and feed at the glamour trough of the Kardashians, you're feeding off somebody who got OJ off. So congratulations there, OJ enabler. <laughs> I was going to say, was, was that got OJ off? Was that the juice or the juice? Yeah, it was, well, I was Kardashian Jewish. Were you being anti-Semitic? No, oh my I mean, God. juice, like, like <laughs> oh, orange juice. Oh, juice. Juice. Jeez. Juice. Okay. J-U-C-E, juice. Okay, Rommel. Um, we had a, we had a, a piece over at the underground USA that blew the top of my head off when I read it. And I, as much as I wanted to be able to put up the, the theoretical barrier that had happened in Canada and, and that I shouldn't be as alarmed as I am, I don't see it being that far from 
what can happen here in the United States, given the activist point of view about gender identity here. Um, there was a piece um, about the father of a 14-year-old biological girl who decided at the age of 13 to identify as a boy and was sent to the school counselor of all things, a, a psychologist, not a psychiatrist, but a psychologist, who said that she should get hormone therapy to to fulfill this this idea of her belief of identifying a boy. When the father, at the age of 13, said, are you out of your mind? You know, she's she's had some she's had some mental health issues and the you know, we're we're working with a disturbed child here, not just for that, but for other reasons. So I'm gonna say no to this. The courts up there and the children's hospital and the psychologist went to court and got it ruled that this guy has no say over what his 13 and now 14 year old daughter does. She's going to get the hormone therapy to change herself into a boy. There's nothing he can do about it. And at present, this guy is behind bars in Canada because he violated a court order not to address his daughter as she or her or by her female given name. This to me is unbelievable. If this doesn't prove to people where we are in our culture today, it ought to scare the absolute hell out of you. You know, this is this is Canada. There's I, I get that they're a little more liberal than the United States. You know, they're they're probably on par with California. You know, in the in the San Francisco and Sacramento areas, maybe maybe New York City, or, or Chicago, with, with, with their level of progressive liberalism, but there there are some legal ramifications here that even the Canadians need to address, and it has to do with parental rights. I mean, in in the United States, in most states, emancipation is between sixteen and eighteen years old. When when you get when a child gets the right to start making their own decisions for the path of their life, uh, a lot of times I mean I know when I turned eighteen and I was still going to college and living under my parents' roof, my dad let me know that I won't be emancipated until I'm paying my own bills and I'm out of the house. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. But but legally, eighteen years old is when when you start to get making decisions like that. Otherwise, the parent was responsible and liable for the actions of the of the minor child. So it seems to me that there's a a insanely double edged sword here that says, no, your fourteen year old gets to choose what they want to do. But if that fourteen year old throws a party in your house, gets the kids drunk that are his 14-year-old's day home and get killed in a car accident, the parent will be liable for that? It's on the parent, yep. You know, so the kid gets to do whatever they want. You can't say anything about it. And when they make bad decisions, you're going to pay for it anyway? I I don't see how that works. I just had this really strange thought pop into my mind. And, and, Conspiracy theories. I wonder if the whole underlying purpose of all this is to stop people from having kids. Well, you you know when we look at some of the the larger players on the on the progressives and even the genesis of the progressive movement, who was in there on the ground floor 
the cough, cough, Margaret Sanger. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about people like Bill Gates who have talked about population control. You're, you're talking about Margaret Sanger, who was the, 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 the founding mother of eugenics. Oh, oh, you know, so there, there are people prevalent on the left in positions of influence who believe population control is an important aspect of, of, of dealing with climate change. Well, look at the control that they get that way then. You know, I mean, this is, you're getting into the, you know, there've been, there's been talk of, of the way that the world, the, the world economic forum and then and the global banking system and the, and the global oligarchs and the elitists, they want to move towards this hybrid style of, of stakeholder capitalism that China uses, which is pretty much the government gets to dictate who wins and loses and they enforce it through the banks. But if you start, if you start dealing with the one child policy of China, and and using the the progressive tactic of going in a roundabout way to bring that to fruition through coercion instead of law how that that might be the this might be the budding the budding seed that we're seeing here in that kind of a thing well and i didn't mean to get off on that but but you know the, it it kind of makes sense because look at it this way you start in a generation and then <clears throat> taken into, into uh, uh, point with it, this uh, this father in Canada and the, and the 14 year old. All right. So that's that's a new generation of a kid that is going to be supported by the the uh, the whack job left. And all control is taken away from the parents. But now you're taking this one person and you're indoctrinating them and as they grow they've been indoctrinated and then once they end up getting married or if they if they procreate it just starts over again and now look what you're creating yeah you're you're you're, you're you are creating this society that came out of a theory which which we shouldn't be doing you know we we shouldn't be doing that uh, now make no mistake there are there are times when institutions for the well-being of of any human being even a minor child have the right to intercede that that happens when the laws down here in the united states i'm sure they're in canada and throughout europe as well that says in an emergency situation when it's life-threatening a, a doctor who is who's in charge at a hospital or a principal at a school when they can't reach the parents needs right. to make decisions on behalf of a life-threatening situation for a minor child, right. I get that, but yeah, this isn't this isn't this is an elective procedure. Yeah, and when when institutions start interfering in the parent-child relationship because of because of an ideological basis to do something as drastic as saying, "I'm going to start," it's okay, little Tommy, for you to start injecting yourself. With te with with estrogen because you believe at the age of thirteen that you'd rather be a girl. You know, I think I believe the father said, um, in a quote, and this is from his jail cell, by the way, because he referred to his daughter as daughter and she. That's why he's behind bars, is because he violated a court order saying you will address her as your son and him. That that's stunning to me. He said, the government has taken over my parental rights. They're, they're using the girl 
like she's a guinea pig in an experiment. In British Columbia Children's Hospital, going to be there in five years when she rejects this male identity? No, they're not. They don't care. They're experimenting with her. And and this is this seems to be, you know, in all honesty, when you have a candid conversation with anybody, I don't care if they're a Democrat, Libertarian, Republican, I don't care if they're politically agnostic. When you ask someone in their 40s, when you were in your, when you were like 23, do you, you know, do you wish you know now what you knew then? You know, we all thought we could rule the world at 18. Did we learn something in the next 20 years that said, wow, I'm glad I didn't make life choices at 18. I was, I I was young and stupid, You, you know, so why are we putting so much weight on the decision of a 13-year-old going through puberty? These are kids who are going through puberty who are saying, I want to identify as the other sex? Well, and th- this whole thing, too, this this control mechanism that, that, the, that the far left is using, it's really no different, if you will, than, than uh, higher ed. And the school systems, you know, they're they're indoctrinating by teaching all these whack out things to the students, and then the students go home and talk to their parents about it and tell their parents that you're you're full of it. You don't know what the heck you're talking about. You've mm-hmm. told me this my entire life, and now my professors are telling me this, and I believe my professors. You know, yeah, the, the parent the parents anymore, the parents anymore uh, in in society are being just removed. Unless, unless they can be used in a in a scenario like you referred to earlier, if the if, if the kid has a, a party and and a bunch of kids go out and get drunk and somebody gets killed on driving home, you know they always have to find somebody to go back to, you know, to right. cover their asses on stuff that they they know that they can't. They're so far down the rabbit holes on these things that they still have to have the fall guy. You know, and and to and to your point, and 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 to your point, there's a perfect example when you were talking about the usurpation of the of the of the parental rights. It's like a a a micro version of what they're trying to do with society. If they can create that wedge between the status quo authority and the next generation they can manipulate the next generation to doing what they want yep. so in in society today we've got this if you are a white male or if you don't fully embrace your your your, your radical racist side that you were born with because you're white if you don't believe in critical race theory if you don't believe that it, that that whiteness is, and I read this in in a in an article that about some jackass, Damon Young, I believe his name was, uh, who wrote in an offshoot of the New York Times that whiteness is a pandemic that needs I to be erased. That. I saw that. You know, if they're trying to divide between between a a cultural norm and the way they want the culture to be, and at this level in the family they're trying to create that wedge between the child and the parent it, it's it's all about creating that wedge so they can reinvent the portion that they want to salvage from the whole while killing off the part of the whole that they don't like and they're doing it by by this just ludicrous 
type of thing in that they're 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 these kinds of things make the headlines and they know it makes the headlines but while this stupid stuff is making the headlines over here it's it's the magician you know look at my right hand here while the left hand is actually work doing the magic so mm -hmm. they're it, it's it's you know it's the smoke and mirror trick you know they're 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 doing this just whacked out junk over here to get to get people to look at that and just think oh my god this is so crazy when the real stuff behind the scenes is happening over here well, I and before it's too late like the esg thing you know that we talked about last time mm -hmm. you know they're they're incorporating all those things slowly 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 while while everybody's looking over here you know this is this comes into play when you're looking at what and and they're doing it right in front of our faces in real time, by the way. Mm -hmm. When you look when, when you look at something like HR one, okay, this is this is uh, they've they've branded it as as voter as 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 election reform, so we don't have to do anything. But we're not going to get into it. We're just it's election reform, and it's the greatest bill ever, and, and it's going to help people vote more and voting rights and protecting your vote and all that stuff. Meanwhile, in order to keep you engaged, we've got the border happening. We've got uh, we've got the transgender issue that they're that they're jamming out there. Um, all of these things that the that the mainstream media is glomming onto that make it the headline, along with the Kardashians. Yes. Um, you know this HR one thing, boy, it is the greatest usurpation of the U.S. Constitution oh. that since the since the Commerce Clause because it takes away the rights for states to execute their their elections. Absolutely. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we need to pass it first so that we know what's in it. We'll read it later. Absolutely. And yeah, you, you've got the institution of these ESG scores. Well, it, it's just there to, to, to help banking and solidify our, our economics. No, it's not. All of, the, all of these things that they're doing quietly are the things that are the most damaging. You know, I'm, I'm appalled because there's a father behind bars in Canada because he called his daughter a girl. You know, and and we did talk about because it it's important, but especially at least on this program anyway, that doesn't expunge the things that they're doing to try to fundamentally transform the country into an oligarchic government system of private public partnership that completely ignores the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. You know, look at all the things that we talk about. Each one of them are like little paper cuts. Mm -hmm. And they just keep adding up and adding up and adding up and adding up until at some point, now you've got a big gaping wound, and now what do you do before you bleed out? Yeah, the, the, your arm's about to fall off. And, and this is what they do. This is how they do it. The, these it, people know how to freaking execute, man. I mean, they know how to do, it. and and if and if and if we don't get our collective heads out of our asses, mm -hmm. we're gonna wonder what the hell happened. And we have to, we have to punch back in the same way that don't get mad, get even. And we don't just punch them back; we we go around them. Yeah, we we need to make their their efforts and their thinking obsolete. That that is that is one of the only ways to to beat this ideological cancer that is now firmly rooted in American society, and it is. You know, they're gonna whoever on the left listens to this program is gonna say that's Salvati. He's a hateful son of a bitch. 
He's a hateful guy. He really hates progressives. Well, you know what? I'm honest enough to say I do. <laughs> me too. You know, I, I, I don't believe. Prove to they me have why the... I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In every step of the way, and I can give you just two really, well, three, three off the top of my head, major problems I have with progressive movement. One is eugenicism. You know, the, the idea that you get to judge whether somebody is worthy of living or dying. That was that was at the core of progressivism at the turn of the 20th century, headlined by Margaret Sanger and, and a few other names that would just blow your head off if you, if, if you heard these names. You know, do just a little bit of due diligence into the genesis of the progressive, the modern day progressive movement in the United States, and you will see people who were incredibly hateful and elitist. I don't care for that. I don't care for people who instituted shadowy work around the Bill of Rights mechanisms like political correctness. They, they knowingly instituted political correctness to, circ to make it uncool to want to own a gun, to make it uncool to speak out against, against what's, what's vogue today. You know, it, it's, they use political correctness to shadow the Bill of Rights and make you squeamish about exercising the rights that are reserved from you by our government, making the Bill of Rights obsolete. You know? Not to mention their misinformation, their purposeful misinformation to get what they want. They are willing to lie bald-faced to you to move their narrative forward past a point of no return. So when they go, well, you know, a perfect example, Biden and taxes. No one under, no one making under $400,000 a year will have a tax increase in the Biden administration. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, I meant family. Now that I'm elected, I meant family. That that just halved it by two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. They, they they do. They they boldface lie. They don't care. They don't care. They don't think down the road like 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 Rush used to call them the drive-by media. Yeah. You know they they drive by. They take out their Uzis. They shoot you, and then they go on down the road to the next one. Yeah. And they don't it's... they don't care who they hurt. They don't. They don't care about the future. Well, they they want the future to be a certain way, but they're willing and and to have the patience to do the paper cuts. The paper cuts. They want they want the future to be a certain way as for you. Well, yeah, correct. And yeah, they for you. It. They want to control it. They want to own it, and they want to control us. You know, they've they've got an intrinsic arrogance that says they know best how the world should run and they should be afforded the luxury to be able to think outside the box and do what they want to because they know better than you you know what they don't know jack and and really the movement that needs to be started is is that it is so intrinsically uncool to be a progressive to be a progressive is to be a hater is to be arrogant is to be totalitarian is not is not to be tolerant is is to be ignorant of facts because you don't want to feel because you want to feel differently than the way the facts point to be progressive is to be so uncool that people are ashamed to admit that they are that's the movement that, that needs to happen because everything i just said about the progressive movement is absolutely stone cold verifiably true you bet it is Every bit of it. Every bit. 
you talk about fact-based news and information, you got it. Yeah, it's uh, you know. And when uh, we call them on it, they they <clears throat> they get mad, they get angry, and they start calling us names. You know, well, you're whatever. racist. And, well, we're well, you know automatic. The default is we're racist. You're a racist. If you believe in the filibuster, you're racist. Try still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. So if I if I don't care for a bill and I'm willing to stand up to do a procedural thing, somehow I'm racist. What if the bill's about executing black people? Yeah. So right. by filibuster, I'm a racist, right? You know, I, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's getting to the point where the the col- the collective American community is finishing the sentence for progressives when they go. You don't want that? You must be a, and you hear 331 million people say, oh, a racist. Exactly. Because it doesn't mean anything anymore. They have completely, my, my friend CJ likes to say this, when when progressives sit there and, and, and talk about racism at every turn, when they talk about sexism at every turn, when they talk about uh, sexual assault at every turn, it dilutes the importance of, of the issue when it really occurs. Yeah, it's a cry wolf thing. It's, it's the same analogy. You know, so we we really have to stand up against progressivism, start calling them on their hypocrisies and their arrogance and their elitism and their manipulation of the truth and their false flag narratives. And we need to really make it uncool to be a progressive. It needs to be very unpopular. It needs to be something that people are ridiculed for because of the stunted nature of the thinking of that entire demographic. People who live by buzzwords probably don't have a very happy life. No, no. And, and just like politicians who live by the polls, the, you don't serve society. No, you don't. You know. You're listening to Underground USA. I'm Frank Salvato. He is Andy Limbaugh. Um, And we will be right back after this. Hi, this is CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We offer a complete line of handcrafted exotic teas that will change your idea of what tea is all about. Either hot or cold, our teas please. And make no mistake, this ain't your mama's tea. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.